Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Leave Nothing Wasted podcast, man. We're so absolutely excited about you taking time out your day to be a part of this podcast. We desire to inspire you to be everything that God calls you to be and reach your full potential. So everything we talk about will be about helping you reach your full potential. So stay tuned because we got great content coming your way. Welcome back, everybody, to the Leave Nothing Wasted podcast. I am Mr. Jeremy Knoll, and we have Mr. Destin Tanner. (laughs) (laughs) Just want to make sure everybody knew. uh, I'm a mister. Yeah. Yes. Got you. Okay. All right. How you doing, sir? I'm good. So we start like this is not us being fake. We're really sitting across from each other, looking at each other, laughing at each other. Yeah, we had to move our situation around because we yes. had some technical difficulties. So <laughs> it seems like we're like in an interview right now. Yeah, weird. yeah, like I'm sitting across the table from you. Yeah, with our mics all up in our face. We have to make eye contact the whole time. I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> So, guys, we have obviously, as you can see, we've started this podcast conversation with a lighted mood. Um, because we're going to talk about something today that is very sensitive. Um, and before we get into this podcast conversation, I want to set the stage by saying um, that we're not overlooking what people have been through. We understand that people have had some rough experiences, that people have been treated poorly, that, that people have been abused uh, and had some bad experiences with people. Um, and like some of us have a right to feel the way we feel. Uh, but today, our goal, obviously, is to inspire you to reach your full potential. And so today, we're going to talk about uh, being offended. Yeah, and our goal on this podcast, um, like you said, is to inspire. We don't want to condemn anyone. Uh, we're here to challenge and inspire you. So we're hoping this podcast, even though it might be a heavier Eggs. topic or harder topic, yeah. it is, uh, is one that's hopefully going to challenge you because it challenges us as well. Yes, and so people may be asking, like, what does being offended have to do with me reaching our full potential? And I think that's a great question. Uh, and what I would answer that, what I would answer or respond to that question would be uh, whatever God has for us, whatever God wants us to do, the potential that God wants us to reach will always be accompanied by haters, critics, naysayers, people that don't believe in you, people that talk about you. I don't care whether you are a mother and you're a stay-at-home mom, or you're the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Whatever you do that God wants you to do, that's God sent, you're going to have critics and naysayers and people that talk about you and people that offend you. Jesus had people that spit on him. Moses had people that questioned his leadership. You know, Joshua had people that questioned his leadership. Like, uh, Peter had people question whether he was a follower of Christ and uh, Paul had people wonder whether he was really converted. Like, we'll always have things that can offend us and if we focus more on the offense as opposed to reaching out our potential we may miss it and i don't want you to miss it i don't want you to pay more attention on like the offense than you do the promise the v the the vision the dream that god has for you and we see in today's culture today uh uh uh, everything it, it, it appears that everything is offensive yeah, um, and we also want to emphasize progress mm, over perfection. Yeah, um, because obviously <laughs> nobody's perfect, and we're gonna get offended. Um, but we're, our focus is on maybe redu- reducing the amount of offense and the actions um, 
that you can control when you get offended. Absolutely. And so before we get into the questions, I want to state about where this podcast came from because uh, we always talk about how everything we talk about here, uh, either we're currently experienced or we've have experienced or, or, or we've lived through both of us. Mm-hmm. And this podcast really stems from two things. One, obviously the world that we're living in now, but two, I got offended real bad like a couple of weeks ago and I had to grow and learn and recognize the importance of not letting offense like stop you from reaching your full potential. And so that's, and I I felt those emotions and I felt like, yo, this can really stop me from reaching my full potential. If I don't get a hold to this, Mm -hmm. if, if I let somebody else get me to a place where I get upset or angry to a point where I put my calling or my potential in jeopardy or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't want that for anybody else. So that's really where, where this podcast conversation came from. Yeah. And for me, I've never been offended a day in my life. So never yeah, been offended never. Um, except for our first conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, let's just get right into the, the questions. So first question I have is just like, what can cause offense? Woo. Obviously, you know that, you know, when a person is just upfront rude, blah, 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 like, like that can offend you. But I want to talk about offense really comes from, and th- this is not a broad stroke of the brush because, you know, there may be exceptions. But oh, oh, offense really comes from uh, past experiences because we we all have a worldview that we look at the world and we look at the world through what has shaped us based on our past experiences, pains, cultures, uh, etc. And many times what offends us uh, comes from our past experiences. Uh, so, for example, uh, you know, we may not like a certain like, like demographic because we've seen that certain demographic cause pain in our life. And so we look at that demographic through the lens of what we've been through. And so when that demographic says something or does something that we don't agree with, it causes offense because of the lens through which we see that particular person. Yeah. So when we do get offended, what does that kind of indicate about ourselves? So, uh, again, this is not a broad stroke of the brush, but in in most cases, it really uh, indicates a place of pain or or insecurity or a wound um that has been now been ripped open by what somebody said or did because we all have scars i have scars in fact i i spoke earlier about uh, i had a conversation with another leader that uh, offended me and uh and we had a great conversation about it but but like what i found was i took offense to what he said because I filtered him through the lens of my past experiences and p- past pains. And the, the people that has criticized me the most as, as, as a leader or as a person has been a demographic that is very similar to his. Mm. Had the same educational status, went to the same school, had the same or had a similar background in like churches. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at him through the lens upon which I had experienced and so that's many of us Mm -hmm. we we get offended based on what we've been through 
And that says to us that we have a scar or a wound or a pain that like hasn't healed. Mm-hmm. What I like about your story about when you got offended is how you handled it. You realized that it came from a place of pain and you addressed him in a conversation. Yeah. And I think that's important is you had an action and a way to kind of resolve that offense. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm a Christian, first of all. And, mm-hmm. and if you're not a Christian, that's okay. Like no judgment here. I'm a Christian. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the Bible says, if you have an offense with your brother, go to him. Mm-hmm. If, if, if like someone offends you, go to him. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we're missing that. Now, obviously if, 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 if a celebrity or rapper or, or like somebody that you don't see offends you, then obviously you can't go to him and, and like, you know what I'm saying? And like I have a conversation, but I will also ask if someone that far away it, it, it can offend you, then like, like that's a real deep pain. Like mm-hmm. someone that, that you don't even know that you never met. Like, what does that say about the pain that, 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 that you're experiencing? Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And why are you investing so much of your life in someone that you don't really even have a relationship with? That don't even care about you. Yeah. That, 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 that like don't even care about you. Um, and I think, man, and I know this is an uncomfortable topic, but like, I want us to get to a place where like stuff don't move us. And God wants us to get to a place where we're so secure in him Mm -hmm. that stuff don't move us. It's not to say that what that person did was right. I want to make it clear that just because I'm not saying that what that person did was right. I'm not talking to, to, to that person. I'm talking to you specifically and saying, listen. I don't want you to be held back by being offended because we've seen people do that. I I know people that were offended by what someone said and they quit a job, mm-hmm. like lost money. I know people that were offended by somebody said and didn't pursue a promotion because they didn't want to work next to a person who reminded them of the person that offended them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want us to get to a place where we let offense stop us. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I know this is one of the questions, you know, we can't control how we feel. Like we can't stop ourselves from being like, we're just human beings. We can get to a place where we can't control how we feel. Right. Like it, it just comes mm-hmm. like, like this is why we can't put our trust in our feelings. Cause one day you feel like doing something and the next day you don't one day you love your wife or what you feel like you love your wife. And the next day you feel like you don't. Mm-hmm. That's why we can't put our trust in feelings. Um, so what's important though is, and I know you're going to talk about this, is not whether we feel offended, mm. but how we respond to, to the offense. Yeah. So I kind of want to go back to what you said about um, people have had stuff done to them. Absolutely. Um, so I kind of want to discuss the difference between being a victim and having a victim mindset. Yeah. So. Um, obviously, again, we want to be sensitive to the fact that people like you have been victimized, like you have experienced whatever abuse, racism, whatever the case may be. Uh, and we want to make sure that we honor that. Uh, but also I want to make sure that we want to get to a place where we have now have a victim mindset. Being victimized is different than like having a victim mindset. Like you can't control what happened to you. Like you can't, as a child, you may have been abused as someone who experienced racism. Like you can't control what somebody else says to you or does to you. Uh, but, but, but you can, uh, uh, control how how you respond respond to it. 
And so, so like many times we get to a place where we we have a victim mindset where now it's their fault that I can't be what God called me to be. It's their fault that I'm here. It's their fault of of the situation I'm in. And that now becomes that victim mindset where you don't feel like you have control over your own life to become what God calls you to be. But that's not what God says to us. God says that we're overwhelming victory is ours in Christ. Like we're victors, not victims. We can overcome everything that God, I mean, everything that we have experienced. And I don't want anyone to get to a place where now we have that mindset where we can't overcome, we can't do this because of this group of people or that group of people or, or this situation, we can't overcome. And why is that important? It's because if you have a victim mindset, you now become easily offended. Hmm. <laughs> people who have a victim mindset are more prone to be easily offended because they unconsciously or subconsciously believe that that power ha- that person has control over them hmm. that group of people has control over them so like so like for example uh, we may believe that this particular person because he is this particular demographic has power over me and I can't be what I'm supposed to be because he has control over me like to stop me. Like that's a victim mindset. Go ahead. Yeah. And I was going to say, I think even a victim mindset can be used as an excuse mm. to do or not to do stuff. Oh yeah. That's, that's it. Yes. It. Because, because this person did this to me, that makes my response valid. Yeah, exactly. And although your feelings may be real, what he did to you to real is real what they did to you what what she did to you is real you still have power to overcome and become what god called you to be you still have power to to write your own destiny so to speak mm. and i don't ever want us to get to it because if you believe that you have a victim mindset and you operate a victim mindset you will never be what god called you to be because you can't mm. Like you can't be the leader, you can't be the mom, you can't be the parent, you can't be the uh, the CEO, you can't be the business owner, you can't be those things because you don't believe that th- th- that you can. Man, you went right into my next question, which was like, how does a victim mindset or offense hinder your growth? Oh, absolutely, can hinder your growth because here's what we gotta realize, and here's what like I'm gonna speak this to like Christians. God is sovereign, mm-hmm. right? He he like orders our steps. But we have control over our lives more than we realize. Mm-hmm. Like like the actions we take, the belief we take dictates where we become. Or I can put it to you this way. As a man thinketh, so is he. So if you think you're a victim, you always be a victim. And everybody you meet, you yeah. will look at as victimizers. Mm-hmm. Because you have a victim mindset. So this goes back to uh, uh, us being offended. Yeah. If if you, if you have a victim mindset, every celebrity, every leader, every person that you meet that you believe may try to victimize you, you're going to believe that. Mm-hmm. And th- that's your worldview that we talked about earlier. Yeah. You you view the world through your victim mindset. And, and again, we're not condemning you because we all at one point in our life ha- have had some sort of like a victim mindset. Mm-hmm. Whether it's because we lost a job and our boss is... is Oh, it's our boss's fault, or we oh we got a divorce, or we didn't get that grade that we supposed to, or we went to a church that like like that burned us, and now we have this victim mindset of I can't do this, I won't do this, I I, I can't do this. all like all these things that we experience, and we've all experienced like we've all had victim 
we've all had pity parties. You know who has the most right to have a victim mindset? Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) He did. Yeah, like he went through everything without even like he never sinned and he got condemned and all this and i'll be i i go before god be like yo i ain't even do that (laughs) it wasn't that that did and what was his response forgive them for they know not what they do he took power yeah he understood that he was a victor Mm. he understood in fact even before he died he said take heart because i have overcome the world he Mm. didn't mention the cross yet Mm. he had a victor's mindset he knew that they can't stop me he knew that they don't have power over me he knew that they can't control my destiny only God can. And God wants us all to get to a place to recognize that person that don't have control over you. They can't stop you. The, like the government can't stop God's plan mm. for you. Ooh. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they can't do that. I'm about to start preaching. I stop yeah. my hands and everything. I can already hear the message title. Victor versus victim. They can. Yeah. And we have to believe that. Yeah. Like we really have to believe. Like no matter who's in office, no matter what skin color you are, no matter what you've been through, no matter your economic status, look at the Bible. God chose slaves. Mm. He chose a slave in Joseph to be king. He chose a shepherd boy to be king. He chose uneducated fishermen to be the leaders of his church. Like they could have easily had a victim mindset. But God chose, and when God affirms you, it does not matter who's against you. We shouldn't have a victim mindset because we have the creator of the universe on our side. I'm going to start preaching. Oh, man. This is good. Um, I guess kind of going back to like the offense. So how do you handle kind of a situation where someone is like purposely trying to offend you versus someone that's like un- that unintentionally offends you? I think first we have to really be like aware. Like, is this person really trying to be that type of person that's trying to scar us on purpose? If Mm -hmm. that person is in your life, if you can't separate yourself from them, you should do that immediately. Mm. Uh, If someone is intentionally trying to hurt you, like, like you should separate yourself. Obviously, if you're going through arguments with your spouse, you should work on different things. But I'm saying, in a general sense of the of, of, of the term, like those people, like like if you have friends or like. Even close family members that are out to 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 intentionally hurt you, like you shouldn't surround yourself with that person. Mm-hmm. But for someone to, that may unintentionally, which I think is most of the case, I think in our world today we have people who really aren't trying to offend people, um, and I think the reasons for that are m- many. Uh, one of which may be a cultural barriers or background experiences like and when i talked to that pastor we had very different backgrounds mm-hmm. they're very different cultures so what what's in my culture is, is i consider respectable mm-hmm. it may be different in his culture yeah and so like that creates that barriers that has happened but the best thing we could do is ask questions yeah like what do you mean by that? Mm. Not in a rude way, but like what do you mean by that comment? Yeah. Like you'll be surprised if you just ask questions. People can really explain like their situation. Like, hey, I said I said this about like a depression. I, I said it because I experienced this, this, and this, and this is why I said it this way. As opposed to assuming. Mm. So if you want don't be so quick to assume. Yeah. And ask questions. Yeah, and I think it's also important who do you give your ear to as well Um, because if you're giving your ear to celebrities that don't even know you or people that are purposely trying to offend you, then yeah, you're going to get offended. But lend your ear to people that when they do give you criticism, 
that they're doing it out of love. Like I, you have my ear because I know if you're telling me something, then I should probably listen to it because you're doing it out of love. And that's why it's important to build those relationships. Yes. Because relationships, even if you say something that may offend me, I'm going to trust your heart. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to trust that you didn't mean it that way. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to just tell you, uh, which is really why I, I love like like the leadership team that we have here at Inspiration Church. Like there are some times I, I, I put my foot in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And and a, a couple of them have told me like 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 you said some things that like like just like kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but I trusted your heart. Mm-hmm. And like like that's why it's so important. One, we can't let someone that we don't know offend us, like that we have never seen offend us. But two, it's important to build relationships. Right right now we live in this easily a offended world because everyone wants to draw that lines and no one wants to build relationships you'll be surprised like to find out that most people generally don't mean to offend you so like that pastor that i talked to that i felt offended me we had a great conversation mm-hmm. and he said look man i didn't mean to offend you like that was not my intention and, mm-hmm. and then he explained why he said what he said or or he or he asked the questions what the, you know what i'm saying the way he answered it was because he was trying to he was trying to learn more about me, and not offend me, or mm-hmm. not put me into a corner where I felt that way. And so I think, let me go back. I think a, a, a few things. Number one, we we shouldn't assume the worst all the time. Don't assume that someone's trying to offend offend you, right? Second, ask questions, mm-hmm. right? Ask clarifying questions like, what do you mean by that? Like, mm-hmm. what did you mean when you said that? Like, why did you ask me that particular question? Mm-hmm. And then thirdly, build relationships. Like, we have very different backgrounds. We have very different experiences. We have very different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And you've said some things to me privately mm-hmm. that someone may get offended by mm-hmm. publicly. Yeah. But I trust your heart and I know your heart and, and you know mine. Mm-hmm. And so even if you did say something that was offensive, which you have it, <laughs> I, I would still trust you. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think I think what you said about like people not intending to is important. I think intention is yeah, really important. Absolutely. I don't think a lot of people are intending to no, offend. No, I don't. So, most people aren't. Why would they want to? Mm-hmm. Most people are generally good people. Yeah, and I like your point about questions because I think questions can clarify the intention. The intention of the, the leader that you were talking to was to learn more about you. Yeah. And you got to that by asking questions. Well, if you would have if you would have responded with, well, how dare you do this? Or like try to get your point across, you probably wouldn't have had that conversation. It would have just caused more yeah. of a riff. And I made it clear. I was like, hey, man, this is what I felt. I felt th- 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 that you came across this way. I mm-hmm. felt that you came across this way. He said, man, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean that way. Here's what I meant. Mm. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 blah. And then I also had to take in, 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 and then I also asked myself, why was I offended? Yeah. So like asking him questions mm-hmm. about why, what do you mean? But also I, asking myself questions, why was I offended? Yeah. And I realized again I, 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 that I was looking at him through the lens of, mm-hmm. of what of, of, of my past experiences and my past pains. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. So this is an interesting question. Should we change our speech or behavior in order to not offend others? No. Uh, I said that too quickly. <laughs> we should not change who we are. Yeah. Um, 
one of my favorite quotes uh, is uh, uh, our deepest fear quote. And it, in that fear, in that quote, it said, your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. Mm. Right. So to answer that question, we also got to recognize you shouldn't go out and intentionally offend like somebody, but you shouldn't change who you are either. Because you also got to recognize that some that I don't care how nice you are, mm-hmm. how great you are. You're still going to offend someone like like someone's not going. Jesus offended the Pharisee for healing somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, like how 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 ridiculous <laughs> is that? Yeah, right. But now, like, does that mean that because you're a, a direct person that you could just be blunt and rude? Absolutely not. So you so you may gotta uh, uh, find better ways to, to uh, uh, like to word things. But don't change who you are. Either. Yeah, I think I think important part of that is you got to build relationships with people so that you can understand how everybody's different. Like yes. you talked about with your children, like they respond to different things, right? So you're not changing your values or anything when you're talking to someone, but how you deliver it may be different. Like some people like more bluntness, yeah. so but some people need a little bit more. Um, I don't know what softness or tenderness yeah. when you when you talk to them. And I, as a leader, I know that. Like, yeah. it's, it's like 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 there are people on on my team where I can just be like d- direct with, and then mm-hmm. like there are people on my team where I have to like ask questions or 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 uh, um, shape the words differently. But I I'm not changing who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm just adapting my language. That's that's more advantageous for that person. Yeah. So I think when you're compromising who you are and your values yeah. is the issue. Don't change who you are. Mm-hmm. Like you may gotta shape your language differently, but mm-hmm. but like don't change who you are. Because I think there are so many people who are so worried about offending people that now they shrink back. Really, people who have strong personality. I've seen this very prevalent with people with, with like strong personalities where. Like their personality is strong and mm-hmm. they don't mean to offend people. This is who they are. Mm-hmm. And yet, so they have learned that they have stepped on toes and then they shrink back and then like they become this quiet, reserved person. No, you shouldn't do that either. Like, yeah. um, as well. And like, that's happened with me. Like I'm a very, like I have a very strong personality. I think you would agree. <laughs> um, and type like, eight. yeah, t- like type challenger. A, like, yeah. T- type eight. Yeah. Um, but one thing I think is important again is to build like relationships because yeah. people know, yeah, like that's that's has a strong personality, but he generally cares about me. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know how we got on this specific area direction, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, so let's kind of talk about like action now um, when it comes to a, like offense. So what's kind of like a healthy response to offense? <laughs> this is gonna. This gonna like number one is again having a, having honest conversation, mm-hmm. you know, bringing that to the attention. Hey man, like you offended me by saying this. Like address the issue in love. Mm-hmm. That's also important in love because 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 we have a lot of people that get hurt and they spaz out and they post comments and they attack and attack and attack. That doesn't do any good. Um, like you don't overcome hate with hate. You overcome hate with love. Martin Luther King. Um, second, 
is forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Oh, how hard this is. Mm -hmm. But you have to be willing to forgive. Yeah. Even if that person doesn't say it, especially if that person doesn't say I'm sorry, because like forgiveness is not for them, it's for you. Um, and like that's important. I think how we respond to it is like love, honest conversation, and forgiveness. Mm. Yeah, even going back to Jesus saying forgive them, like he could have been offended and then he forgave. He should have been offended. Like, like if, if, if they spit on me, if they took my clothes, if they gambled my clothes away, if they hung me on the cross naked, if they beat me, stabbed me, whipped me, abused me, mm-hmm. and then put me on the cross, and what's the first thing he he said? Father, forgive them before they know not what they do. Yeah. So. And we, and listen, and we, sh- we have the opportunity to get to that place. You can get to that place where Nothing moves you. Like Jesus wasn't moved by them because he was secure and 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 like who he was in God. Like that's so important. I don't want to miss this because we're getting ready to close. But Jesus was able to do that because he was so secure and who he was in God. God did the one of the first things God told Jesus was, You are my beloved son and who I'm well pleased. God gave Jesus security. And God wants us to have that same security in him that when people uh, criticize us and attack us and talk about us, we're so secure in him that it it, it doesn't move us. Whether they were right or wrong mm. it is, is, is not the point here. Mm. Like the point is we can get to a place where we're so secure that stuff don't move us. That God can, one of the greatest things that God can set us free from is people. Yeah. And he wants to do that. You literally just answered my last question about how you overcome offense. And I think you answered it by being secure secure in God and and be confident in who you are. The more, everything goes back to God here. We're going to close on God. The the more and more you get your identity, not from man, not from your job, not from your experience, not from your skin color, not from your sexuality, your true identity comes. All those things are what you are. It's not who you are. Mm. I, what I am is black. Who I am is a son of God. What you are is white. Who I am is a, is who you are is a son of God. Mm-hmm. Our identity stems from him. And he defines us as as fearfully and wonderfully made. He defines us as righteous. Hold, all these things that he says we are. And when we get our identity from him and our security from him, stuff won't move us. Yeah, and we talked about who you give your ear to, right? God should have your ear. God should have your first God should be your utmost priority about who gives your ear because he will tell you you're secure, you're loved, you're accepted, you're valued, you're who God called you to be. I've chosen you. I've ordained you. I've called you all these things. We can be that secure in God that nothing moves us. Yeah. So we hope that this conversation in some way, shape or form didn't condemn you, but challenged you and even encouraged you because we know it, it encourages us and challenges us as well. You don't have to be, you don't have to live offended. Offense comes from a place of pain. Uh, it, it, it's shaped through our lens of our past experiences. Uh, we can handle it by walking in love, by addressing the issue in love, by walking in, in forgiveness. And we can overcome it by understanding that our identity comes from God and we can be so secure in him that we don't have to worry about what people think of us. Yeah. I think the one thing that I know I personally am going to hold on to from this is 
having a victor mindset oh, or a victim mindset. Right. I think if you walk with that, that'll be important. The Bible says the overwhelming victory is ours. We are victors. We are more than conquerors. We can be whatever God called us to be and can't nobody stop us. Nobody can stop us from God's plan and purpose. No one's that powerful to stop God's plan and purpose over our life. That's what I want you to understand. So, guys, we are over by two minutes. Um, listen, I do want to say uh, that we have our podcast every other Wednesday. Um, so stay tuned for more content coming your way. Also, if you want to reach out to us, if you have some uh, topic or some questions that, that, that you want to ask and we're talking about here, um, you can... Uh, Send us an email at leave nothing wasted. Leave nothing wasted at, at gmail.com. So stay tuned for our next podcast in two weeks, and we will talk to you soon. All right, guys, go inspire the world. Peace.